0: Welcome to the Bot Cash Podcast. My name is Don. Hi, this is Amanda. Hi, this is Amanda. <laughs> Hi, Hi this, this is Amanda. Amanda. <laughs> that's uh, that's Scott's new name.
1: Uh-huh. Amanda.
0: Oh. Um, so, yeah, so,
1: so tell them about your funny... Uh,
0: so, uh, can I pull it up fast enough? Is it worth... I mean... It's obviously not copyright. No, no, it's not. I should have kept it. So,
1: so he got a um, some weird text messages, or not text messages, yeah, voicemails.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so this is this is the uh, voicemail. 8188. Eight, eight. Hi, this is Amanda. Call. Hi, this is Amanda. Call. Hi, this is Amanda. Calling with... Hi, this
1: is Amanda. And then he remixed it. And while I
0: was waiting for my son's bus, hold on, I gotta reset that.
1: Obviously paying attention, so he didn't run out into the street.
0: Right. No, no, we were inside. Okay. Um, I used GarageBand to remix it. So I, this is not horrible. <laughs> uh. Hi, this
1: is Amanda. Call- Hi, this is Amanda. Is Call- Hi, this is Amanda. Call- Hi, this is Amanda calling. <laughs> with... Hi, this is Amanda. Hi, this is Amanda. Hi,
0: this is Amanda. <laughs> this is Amanda. It's like 30 Hi. seconds long. <laughs> I'm mean, listening back to this, and that, they're like, "What was I doing?"
1: Right. So yeah. So anyway, that's just, yeah.
0: So this is Amanda. Uh, uh-huh. Scott. This is a man. <laughs> this is a man named Scott. No. Duh. Um. Yeah. So welcome to the podcast. <laughs> podcast. First-time listeners, you're probably like, what? Uh, just know we usually spend the first 10 minutes or so talking about who knows what, and today it's about remixing weird voicemail messages that I got. Right. Man, looping software makes it so much fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, unfortunately, I'm not an, iP- an Apple owner of almost anything Apple, so yeah, I don't even know that Joy's Get your of wife's garage. iPad.
0: Just grab your wife's iPad.
1: Oh, yeah. She's got a pro, right? That's true. The big 10 inch
0: one. Is that what the one? Yeah, she's got that. I mean, she might use it for important things like graphic design and, you know, making some money, but you could be remixing.
1: Ah, Because GarageBand is free, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. And all the, like, I don't know how often, but it updates pretty regularly. And a lot of times it has, like, new loops available. So you could really have some fun. Okay. Okay. Um,
1: I've been playing a video game called Fuser. <clears throat> and it's all about being a DJ. Oh. I think it's Fuser.
0: Yeah, you didn't think about it. Oh, it's no, all I'm about adjusting the pop shield. Okay, you're good. It's all about
1: being a DJ, and you like remix different albums and things like that, and you gotta oh, hype cool. the crowd, and um, what? it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm.
0: Is it like Guitar Hero, but for DJs?
1: Uh, it is by the makers of Guitar Hero. What's it called? Or not Guitar Hero.
0: Guitar F- uh, Rock Fuser? Band. Mm-hmm. Is it spelled Fuser. like F U S E R? F U S E R,
1: game. Yes, it's so yes. a Fuser game made huh. by Harmonix.
0: Mm-hmm. I can't. I, I'm not going to play anything because I don't want to risk copyright issues. Yep. Oh, Epic Game Store.
1: <clears throat> hmm. So they got on Switch. They got it on.
0: Just so you know, it's rated T. T for teen because mm-hmm. of mild lyrics and mild suggestive themes. Yes, that like would be. Like throwing your hands in the air. Ooh. It's at a switch price right now.
1: Is it a switch price?
0: No, I mean it's like $59. Like. Oh, yes.
1: Well, if you go they but they go on sale every once in a while. But you
0: can buy the whole offspring album Smash for $1.99. <laughs> Anthrax? What what are these
1: choices? Oh, they got they got old school and new they got old stuff, new stuff, and basically you just take like rock or you take um um pop. All kind, all kinds of different genres, and then you mix them together. and And if the crowd wants to like the pop, you got to then throw another pop CD in there, and you got to oh, take it out, put it on, and um. So I'm just getting into it, so I, I'm not too far into it. i parents
0: would have gone crazy with that if I had that, because I would been playing that all the time.
1: As an oh, as in a okay, bad crazy, they'd be mad.
0: Yeah, they'd be mad because they have to listen to it. Mm-hmm. I remember I'd get like um, uh, play guitar, so I'd get like new effects pedals, or I'd borrow one from yeah. somebody. And my parents are back. Like, Could you do something else for a while? Uh-huh. So they're like adjusting the de- delay. And because like analog delay makes those weird space alien uh-huh. sounds and yep. stuff. And like some of them I get so loud like it kind of like shake the, you know, rattle the windows a little uh-huh. bit or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, what are you doing in there? Landing a UFO? Like,
1: so I don't play it as much as I would like. Mostly because like I have to play it with the sound on and you, you obviously want the sound on. Right. But it's also one of those that again, headphones. It's teen because of mild, you know, and so, you know, sometimes I'll play the switch just with the volume off, you know, while we're watching Barbie movies or something like that, (laughs) that that I don't want to pay attention to. I have to
0: watch. So we are, we sold our house and we're in a rental until our next house is ready. And, um, the, the stairs go right behind the couch where we are. And I have to be careful. Like if I'm playing something like who's, who's coming down the stairs behind me kind of thing. Because I, mm-hmm. I like to play violent video games. hmm Is you know, it's in the Bible. Yep.
1: <laughs> Ezekiel. <Easy cue. laughs>
0: yeah. Most of the, well, this this chapter is probably the least violent so far. I don't remember outside of the yeah, hexes and crazy at the end. Yeah. Um. Okay. I guess lots of people probably die. So never mind. I take it back. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. Especially if. You're prophesying and you're not supposed to be, or you think you're prophesying and you're not supposed to be, and
0: yeah, or if you're doing weird spells and incantations and divining sacrifices for people, you're not supposed to, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah,
0: yeah, it's a good chapter, stay tuned. It is, right?
1: (laughs) So, I guess with that, um, we're on chapter 13. Um, so earlier, Don said, Well, if this is your first time podcasting with (laughs) us, we uh, do a whole lot of banter in the beginning. Um, My suggestion is start with Ezekiel 1, so welcome, and then I'd say turn it off and go to Ezekiel 1. It
0: might make more sense, um, but then again... And if you have any questions, you can reach us at baqash, that's B-A-Q-A-S-H, at outlook.com, and we have a Facebook thing, and there's only like three baqashers, so find the one that's a podcast, and you can connect with us on there.
1: Mm -hmm, Yeah, and you could be one of the five people that has emailed us in the past...
0: You know, I haven't checked it in a couple Five of weeks. Five years? <laughs> hey, we had, we've had, what, two people that really liked our stuff. hmm And one person that told us that the volume was messed up on one of our episodes. Okay.
1: How long have we been doing this? Deuteronomy was, what, oh, three man. years at that, least? that alone
0: was, I don't know, I just know that the, you know, yeah, the numbers know. never change. I was just actually complaining to <clears throat> Jill about that yesterday. I was like, it'd be nice if, like, you know, we had like a fluctuation or something.
1: Oh, so we just like stay consistent. We, uh,
0: it must be the same people. Or okay. Something. Well, every once in a while, like, like I'll have a friend who's like, oh, I got to listen to your podcast, and so like, we we'll have like a one day spike where they've accidentally downloaded like our entire back catalog. Oh, nice. But for the most part.
1: So uh, we just got to get friends that like download our entire back catalog. Right.
0: Okay. Uh, Deuteronomy. Oops. So I, I figure there's the not
1: a lot of podcasts out there on Ezekiel or Deuteronomy
0: no when we did um Hosea mm-hmm. there's one other guy that was doing it and he was listening to ours um, while doing his because he was one of our followers and I realized I was like oh he must be using us as a resource well, that wasn't very smart um, so there's a, <laughs> I was like, there's 16 podcasts about Deuteronomy right now and um, the one with the most followers is the life study Bible 13 but oh you know what those are ones that specifically have deuteronomy in the name okay i thought i was oh what that's dumb i thought i was searching my site to find out which man that is not a helpful search bar and i'm getting rid of that oh wait we can't because we don't pay for that oh (laughs) anyway uh yeah i don't know how to find out when we started i have to log in i guess oh we don't pay for like a search bar no, we um we host at Podbean. We don't host on our own, oh, okay. So we don't pay for them to not advertise other people. Like our site looks nice, ooh. But uh, oh, you've never been there? No. Oh yeah, uh, this, the site looks nice, but it has a Podbean bar at the top that allows okay. for their. And I haven't done a lot of customizing on it, so.
1: So this is where I get the podcast.
0: Which app is that? Um, it is called.
1: I don't know. Um, podca- podcasts or Pocket Casts.
0: Oh, Pocket Casts—that's good. That's a good app. <clears> it's good <throat> to know we're showing up on there, though. Yep. Um, we are also on Spotify, among all the other fun people. Well, yep. See if I log in because we have
1: our intro to Ezekiel, and then our Ezekiel chapter one, most recently posted. Yeah. And then.
0: <clears throat> Our most uh here we go episodes episode list. so I've got
1: 2017 but we've been longer than that though haven't we?
0: Um, spelling Deuteronomy. Yeah, Deuteronomy. That takes, that takes all my brain power. <clears throat> so uh, all right. Well, anyway. Wait, I found it now. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> he found po- it. Posted the first episode, June first, 2017. Oh, okay. So that is oh wait is that the Olympics? no i
1: got may 31st 2017 yeah Introlled that's when we the posted podcast. the intro yep all right
0: yeah 2017 18 19 20, 20. so this long-running four-year-old <laughs> podcast um oh we're down nine percent in listeners guys listen right wait you are listening You're tell right. everyone else to listen or something
1: Posted on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Snapbook, InstaFace. By the time we get there, what is it? Napster. No, Napster is the download.
0: Actually, we, we do tend to pick up over the summer, which is kind of funny. Okay. So, um, Ezekiel chapter one, for some reason, I found the statistics solely on that episode. And that one was downloaded 42 times. Yeah. So
1: And you say 4,200 times, right?
0: 4,200. <laughs> uh, for one episode, that's probably about right, though. Okay. Uh, we average usually uh, per episode actually... It's weird. We average about 100 per episode, but that's as time goes. Okay. Um, The weeks we release the episodes, um, we usually get like our first big chunk. We usually get about 25 or so per episode. Okay. But then that same week, we usually get people to download back stuff. Oh, nice. And then it's residual. All right. Yep. We average a couple. We average about, if I'm doing the math right, about 300 downloads a month. Okay. So. Okay. But it's been that like since, I think like since the beginning. Oh, wow. Like we just never fluctuated. Okay. Either we're losing and gaining at the same amount or it's just the same, you know, people over and over. I don't know.
1: Well, hello, wonderful listeners. Yeah. Maybe we'll have, okay.
0: Yeah. We're 11 minutes in. Maybe we'll have a contest and we'll give away a free, uh, loaf of bread baked Ezekiel Ezekiel bread. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So chapter 13,
1: um, in our post production, we don't ever discuss anything at all really um so we just kind of do a study on our own we come together and we talk about it and you get to hear what happens yeah. and then in editing um i Don, make sure the levels are good then he pushes
0: and occasionally if we dox ourselves or uh <clears throat> say something stupid i cut it out like mm. i think it was like one of the very first episodes i used what i found out was a british swear word oh got it okay that's like the only only thing i think i've ever cut wow so okay yeah, so we,
1: can you believe it what you hear is what you get <laughs> yeah well that's good or bad all right so ezekiel 13 mm-hmm. um how far should i read i'd
0: start with like uh <clears throat> one through oh nope, yep. seven i guess we could start
1: okay The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, prophesy against the prophets of Israel who are prophesying and say to those who prophesy from their own hearts, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God, Woe to the foolish prophets who follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. Your prophets have been like jackals among ruins, O Israel. You have not gone up into the breaches or built up a wall for the house of Israel that it might stand in battle in the day of the Lord. They have seen false visions and lying divinations. They say, declares the Lord when the Lord has not set them and yet... They expect sent them yet, and yet they expect him to fulfill their word. Have you not seen a false vision and uttered a lying divination? Whenever you have said, declares the Lord, although I have not spoken. Woo! All right,
0: off so, to a rip roaring
1: start. Yes. Yeah, so they're not really, yeah. They're kind of talking about whatever they
0: want. the the divin the diviners the mm-hmm. divinators. I don't so, know what that word would be, din-
1: divinators. So I did get like, for the, let's see, verse 3, thus mm. says the Lord, woe to the foolish prophets. Um, he's not really calling them stupid or he's not necessarily saying that they have a lack of intelligence. Um, it, it's really the word foolish here is referring to someone who just rejects God and rejects God's way. Mm. Um, so they're not necess- he's not necessarily calling them dumb. He's basically saying that they've rejected God. They've rejected the way that he's called them to live.
0: Yeah. The word that's used there for foolish is in other books of the Bible. And I uh, actually have it pulled up here to tell you where. Do, 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 do. It, uh, you can find the same <clears throat> word used in Psalm 74, 18. Uh, remember this, oh Lord, my wife is texting me, uh, how mm-hmm. the enemy scoffs and a foolish people reviles your name. You can find it in 1 Samuel 25, 25. Uh, That is a, they're using the term, it's translated into English as worthless. So let not my Lord regard this worthless fellow. Uh, Psalm 14, one uses it. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Uh, The word is typically used in, I'm glad that everything wants to alert me that my wife texted me. (laughs) Watch, the iPad, the phone. Okay, sorry.
1: He's in sync, not the band. Uh,
0: uh, It's basically used when people have a spiritual or moral insensitivity. Um, It's often used uh, concerning those who lack humility, those who are arrogant, those who are atheists, and those like Nabal in Samuel that have no self-discipline. So, yeah, it's definitely not like like a... Don't think like the court gesture, foolish... This, It's more like seems to be into a particular type of person, right. right. Uh, one thing I thought was interesting is that the uh, right right before that, he says those that prophesy from their own hearts. um that's actually a word that still uh, has roots in words we use today, such as imagination. Huh. It's almost like, yeah, those that prophesy from their own imagination. Like, kind of willing what they want it to be is uh, a good way to look at it there. I was trying to find the word. So I took all these notes, and I can't read my own handwriting. Go me. It's um, millibam, which is the root of imagination. Okay. And the most basic meaning would be the inner person uh, with its seat of emotions and decisions. Hmm. So it's literally like what they're coming up with, like what they're hoping (laughs) happens. So... It's not like uh you know, a lot of times I think when I hear like, Oh, it's coming deep from his heart, it's like impassioned and uh it's like full of caring and best intentions. Where in reality this is saying this is what's like pleasing the person who's coming up with it. Okay. It's so it's not a uh uh it's not even well, we'll get it did yeah, you read the part about the vehicles, obviously. Yeah, I did. Um mm-hmm. It's it's basically cementing that look of the jackal among ruins kind of thing. Okay. Did you have anything on anymore before I hit jackals up? No, go for it. That's where I said next, but actually. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the, when you saw jackals would typically uh, run around the ruins of cities and they would use them to build dens. They would uh, use them to corner uh, things that they are hunting or to scavenge and stuff like that. And the jackals literally had no regard for... The ruins that they were in, they didn't care, it was solely what they could get out of it. So they just only hung around because they it served them in some way. And in the same way, um, these prophets are only there to serve themselves. So he's saying, You're just like the jackals, you're only here to serve yourself. You're not, you don't care about Israel, you don't care about the walls being breached and you know, you don't care about building things up. You just care about how it serves you. And, and he, I guess the, the commentary
1: I got also, it kind of talks about the idea that jackals are, are scavengers. Mm-hmm. And so right here, we kind of see this, this picture of them preying on the people and their weakness. Um, so instead of, being productive and helping to warn the people of the impending doom mm-hmm. um, or to help build up the walls in order to maybe reinforce the city. Instead, they're, they're just kind of preying on, on people's weaknesses, taking advantage of them. Um, and we ultimately saw that in some of the previous chapters within Ezekiel. Um, but they're definitely being called out of, called out right now. And again, if, if the things that they're prophesying are against what, or is opposite what is being... Prophesied by by Ezekiel or by by any of the other prophets, um, obviously you know they're they're not speaking God's truth. They're making up their own stuff, I guess, mm-hmm. out of their own imagination yeah. in order to um, well benefit themselves. Kind of exactly mm-hmm. what what you were talking about with the idea and word of Jacko, anyway.
0: Yeah, it, when it <clears throat> starts in verse five, it says, "You have not gone up into the breaches or built up the wall." for the house of Israel that it might stand the battle in the day of the Lord. Um, What he's saying is that once again, uh, they're not there to actually help anything out. They're really there. It's a complete self-serving thing. They're not actually helping the people of Israel like fortify their position. Instead, they're actually just, they're not doing what a true prophet should be doing. A true prophet should be um, helping them, quote unquote, like repair the breach in the wall. They should be saying, hey, this is where, you're disobeying God. This is where you're not helping the people live, in this case, uh, up to the standards of the law. <laughs> mm-hmm. Instead, you're just, you know, doing what you want, like you said, and like I said, out of your own imagination.
1: And didn't we actually finish 12? Um, and at the end of 12. We did finish 12. Didn't they, <laughs> I mean, wasn't they had a saying? The days are near and the fulfillment of every vision, for there shall be no more. Uh no, that's not it.
0: Um My word won't be delayed any longer. Yeah,
1: it will not be delayed any Okay, so basically they're saying, Oh yeah, if it does come true, it's gonna happen way long in the future. Um the days oh, grow yeah. long and every vision comes to nothing. Okay, so all these visions come to nothing and God's like, eh, well, nope, it will. And then the days are near and the fulfillment. Um oh, I can't find it. Um but anyway, <laughs> uh, they're like it's going to be happening in a long time, and God's like, "Well, actually, it's going to happen a little bit sooner than you expect." And so yeah. now we kind of get into thirteen, and we're kind of seeing where, you know, they're they're still kind of coming up with their same ideas, and and kind of yeah, things yeah, that are different from what God is. So it kind of ties really yeah. well into chapter five, or twelve when you kind of kind of look at it. I didn't think about it until about three seconds ago. Yeah, you know, and I mean thirty seconds ago oh, so when you I started really talking.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um yeah um
0: so basically what ezekiel is doing here is he's calling out uh first he's calling out the the false part of their vision is being made up and then he's saying like look they're just like the jackals among the ruins they're preying on you they're getting their own thing their own glory their own jollies out of this might be kind of a harsh term um Mm -hmm. and and you can tell because uh you know oh, Israel, you have not gone up into the breaches of the wall. Like This is how you can tell they're not helping you stand against this oncoming doom that's about to happen. I yeah. like that you straight up called some false visions and lying divinations. I It is so hard for me not to go off on half the false prophets I've come into contact with in my life. Yeah. Yep. So hard. Yeah. So hard. <sighs> yeah. I was a uh, victim of Charismatic and Pentecostal abuse. I'm doing fine now. You <laughs> were
1: snake handling tonight.
0: Not anymore. Oh, wait, yeah, I was. I was. I used a stick. I did not want to be bit by that viper. By the way, it was dead. <laughs> yeah. And it was like a little gardener snake. I mean, it was like, it was as thick around as the pencil I'm holding. I mean, that was not not a very beefy snake. His belly was blue. That was kind of cool, actually. Yeah, it really I did was, take actually. A of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll put that as the. <laughs> Thumbnail for this episode. <laughs> it's dead
1: snake. <laughs> it it'll be our new thing on uh the podcast things. No more be with the headphones. It's a it'll be the dead snake. Blue dead valley. snake. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> All right. Um do, we, do you have anything else for those or for what one through seven?
0: Uh no. No. I
1: think I'm good too.
0: Um, we'll kind of rehash some stuff coming around 10 or so, but yeah, go ahead. So probably the eight through 16. Yeah. It's a good size chunk. Go for it. All right.
1: Therefore says the Lord God, because you have uttered falsehood and seen lying visions. Therefore, behold, I'm against you, declares the Lord God. My hand will be against the prophets who see false visions and who give lying divinations. They shall not be in the council of my people, nor be enrolled in the register of the house of Israel, nor shall they enter the land of Israel, and you shall know that I am the Lord God, precisely because they have misled my people, saying, Peace, when there is no peace, and because when the people build a wall, these prophets smear it with whitewash, say to those who smear it with whitewash that it shall fall. There will be a deluge of rain and you o oh great hailstorm stones will fall and a stormy wind break out and when the walls falls when the wall falls will it not be said to you where is the coating and which with which you smeared it well, I can't read tonight <laughs> therefore thus says the Lord God I will make a stormy wind break out of my wrath and there shall be a deluge of rain and my anger and great hailstorms and wrath hailstones and wrath to make a full end and I will break down the wall that you have smeared with whitewash and bring it down to the ground so that its foundations will be laid bare when it falls you shall perish in the midst of it and you shall know that I am the Lord thus will I spend my wrath upon the wall and upon those who have smeared it with whitewash and I will say to you the wall is no more nor those who smeared it the prophets of Israel who prophesied concerning Jerusalem and saw visions of peace for her when there was no peace, declares the Lord God.
0: Yay. <clears throat> well, that doesn't uh, sound good. Well, there's a few things going on here. So, What you got? No, actually don't have a ton. No, uh, the, so the whitewash, imagine joint compound. Um, and what they're trying to do is they're trying to basically make the wall look good. Joint compound is what you put over like a, a small hole. So if you have uh, picture holes, like you hung a picture and you took the picture down and left kind of a hole, or, uh, maybe you like, you know, you cut out something like I'm looking at your receptacle right there, like the little cut out there. You might put some joint compound to like kind of patch along a hole of a, a receptacle or something, you know, just yeah. little, little spots. It's not made to build a wall with it's right. just a little bit here. You, you can use plaster but you have to use some other materials with it to strengthen it. And what he's essentially saying here's you're just using that plaster to build to cover big giant holes, but once anything actually comes and hits it, it's going to be destroyed. Hmm. So it's not going to last. It's not it's not a construction material. You're you're trying to build a wall out of a patch. So you know, it's like you're trying to construct something that has no stability behind it because there's nothing holding it up okay so that's essentially what they're trying to do and what they're trying to build is a false sense of security they're trying to say hey look around it's peaceful everything's fine right now there's nothing to worry about but like god's like no no man the rain and hailstorms are coming the winds going to come it's going to blow this down
1: so kind of what so what you're saying is they're kind of covering up the truth so like
0: yeah there's the truth of right okay
1: (laughs) So that whitewash is basically them covering up the truth of what's really happening, with their own imaginary prophecies, mm-hmm. and God saying, "Well,
0: nope." Yeah. So I, um, <clears throat> I cut out a door frame. So in in our old house, there was a, a door, like a door frame between our kitchen and dining room that the prior owners covered up. And so I basically like everything I had was made out of plaster and lathe. So the lathe is like the wood sticks that you put plaster over. Um, When I cut the door frame out, I overshot a little bit and I had to rebuild part of that wall. So that part of the wall was probably about, I'd say maybe about a foot long by about three inches high. Yeah. And I had options here. I I could put a piece of drywall in there um, or I could use joint compound to rebuild that part of the wall. In order to use joint compound, I had to buy a wire mesh to put down first so there's some kind of structural support. Because if you put just the joint compound in there, one, it probably won't dry because it'd be heavy and wet. And then when it does dry, it's going to be cracked and brittle. And if you went up and touched it, you could probably put a finger through it. Mm. So the mesh is providing an actual sturdy back support for it. right? So this is what, like to me, this is like close to my, I owned a house made in 1929 heart. yeah. Like I understand exactly what mm-hmm. this looks like. You're trying to take big holes. You're trying to take giant sins, divination, sorcery, sexual promiscuality, um, uh, the paganism, sacrifices, uh, like all this stuff. And you're trying to cover it. So you're trying to basically take giant holes in your wall and you're trying to cover them with something that won't actually... Stand up to anything mm. if you were to try and build a wall at a joint compound with nothing as a backing, you're going to have essentially a pile of mud. And once it gets wet, or the wind blows wrong, or your toddler runs into the wall, it's going to be gone.
1: And when it falls, you shall perish in the mist upon the okay. So, yeah, and so basically, when God brings about the hailstorm and the wind mm-hmm. and the um. Yeah, brings his wrath upon it. That whitewash is not going to do much to hold it up and no. everything's coming down.
0: No, man, it's going to be like the Kool-Aid man busting through there, like, you know. The Kool-Aid Does, man. Do you remember those commercials? Yeah, is he still a thing? He's like, oh, yeah, and he like <laughs> through the wall. And <laughs> no, I like, remember. Kool-Aid man, my wall is broken. Do like, you like, they even still have the Kool-Aid man? I don't know. I just, it's, every time I think about busting through a wall, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a, it's just going to be a, you know, it's it's not going to last. It's... Flimsy, and we we need to look at that as our, like, you know, if you want to put it into a modern day context, like, what's our patch right now? Um, security, finances, a good job, uh, you know, um, what you might say, like, well, you know, I don't trust that, trust in God, but like, when you go to church, like, what are you? <clears throat> trying to hide from the other people at your church that you hope they don't find out. How mm-hmm. you doing today, Mr. Sulik? I'm doing fine. I just yelled at everybody in the car. I threatened to kill two of them. You know, I, mm-hmm. like, like what, what are you putting on fronts about that you don't want people to see? That's your patch. That's your white wall.
1: Do you think sometimes the church creates those as well where, like, you have... Sometimes we get... Uh, I, I want to be careful because I'm, I'm just thinking out loud so I, like I have not <laughs> processed so like I'm afraid to like, like talk a at this moment oh wait <laughs> right you know like sometimes we give a false hope to some of the people in our congregation um with oh yes everything's great but at the same time there's people within our own churches that are still being disobedient and choosing to be I guess foolish in the words of of, of Ezekiel, where they're not following God or um, they're rejecting God's ways, and yet we pour out a message of false grace. Is oh, that?
0: Don't get me started.
1: Like, I mean, do, do you feel that this can sometimes connect? Like, is is that a thing still? Does that make sense?
0: I listened to um, an Easter sermon from a church that you and I used to both attend. Mm hmm and it was so disappointing was it really yeah it was by the pastor that returned
1: oh okay oh and i was
0: like oh this is this is pretty lightweight <clears throat> um i was okay kind of sad but it really did kind of come down to uh um how's it feel for you mm. kind of message okay how's it make you feel and like you know I don't want to be like a gloom and doom and, you know, it's all about the wages of sin is death kind of person because right. I believe that the, the other part of that verse is the gift of God is eternal life. Hooray. Like yeah. the hooray is added mine. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I get that. But like, man, you can't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you have to know the weight of your sin to know the weight of your joy. Right. Kind of thing. So yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of patching going on there. Like it's fine. At least you came to church today, I like kind of thing. It made me very frustrated.
1: I think we talked about when we did our Deuteronomy podcast, where we saw both in Deuteronomy and, and even through Jesus, where our ability to show God that we love him is through our obedience. Mm-hmm. And if we're choosing not to be obedient, then are we genuinely showing God that we love him and that we're committed to him? Um, and and I don't want to, I don't want to label it faith-based or not faith-based works, but I mean, you, you can definitely go to James and see that a faith without deeds is dead. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we can definitely see in scripture where, where there is an aspect of obedience that, we're called to live even with Jesus. Um, so you like to, to say it's just an Old Testament thing. I, I don't think is biblical. I think that it's it's a very New Testament thing as well. But I think there is that aspect of obedience. Um, and I think even Jesus says, and I don't want to quote exact, but if you obey my commands, you know, those like, who love me obey my commands. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so that is our ability to to show God that we love Him. I, I don't know. So I'm just. Sorry, I'm just kind of thinking through that where I was like, does this still apply to us today? And, mm-hmm. you know, is there still that act of, it's not just, hey, Jesus, I love you and I trust in you and let me go sin some
0: more? Um, but I that's think, Paul. Yeah. Like, am I to continue sinning so that grace might increase? Right. No. Right. <laughs> like, that's not the point. <laughs> right. But I did hear um, another pastor uh, that we had had in the past, not you, but someone that Joe and I had had in the past. Uh, talk about um, cheap grace versus costly grace. Mm-hmm. And, Bonhoeffer. Yeah, but he actually uh, like challenged in the opposite direction that like grace isn't cheap, it's free. Hmm. And um, I can't use the W word here, but I've often referred to myself as a grace slut. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm like, oh. That was our Hosea oh. uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Dang it! Now I gotta. <laughs> but yeah, I just got it. That's a whole other mm-hmm. conversation. The the dynamics of grace and what that really looks like. Right. You know,
1: I definitely like Bonhoeffer's version. I won't get into it. Um, yeah, I
0: definitely I definitely understand what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But I did like being challenged in the other direction too. Yeah. So I'm curious.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, yeah. um, we'll let you do some more yes yes we are now not, in
0: explicit not, con- uh, content
1: uh, and it's not in the bible this
0: time yeah well, it is still just not the one we're reading. right just not the. you know ezekiel is the... gonna be not safe for work Actually, very yeah, soon starting
1: because so. i was where i was just talking i was like "Ooh, i'm reading chapter 16 i was like um, so read ahead with your parents permission <laughs> chapter 16 and chapter 23 beware yeah um but anyway, so he's nasty. Huh? <laughs> I said it gets nasty. Well, yeah, well, yeah I'll get we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get more into get that later. Yeah. No spoiler alerts here.
0: Yeah, I guess we're I done. Bet with, ya, well, I guess we're done with the queen tag. <laughs> that priest was turning red. Um, you know what? Forget it. We're just gonna go straight R-rated podcast. Yeah, uh, the whoa. Bible rated R.
1: We, we've got no choice once we get into verse yeah. six, chapter sixteen. Anyway, so do you want to finish
0: it off? Yeah, do seventeen through end. I got some good notes coming up. Okay. Um, all right. mm-hmm. I didn't read seven.
1: Okay, seventeen through the end. Yep. And you, son of man, set your face against the daughters of your people who prophesy out of their own hearts, prophesy against them, and say, "Thus says the Lord: Woe to the women who sew magic bands upon all wrists and make veils for the heads of persons of every stature in the hunt for souls. Will you hunt down souls belonging to my people and keep your own souls alive? You have profaned me among my people for handfuls of barley and for pieces of bread, putting to death souls who should not die and keeping alive souls who should not live by your lying, by your lying to my people who listen to lies. Therefore Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against your magic bands and which you hunt the souls like birds, and I will tear them from your arms, and I will let the souls whom you hunt go free, the souls like birds. Your veils also I will tear off and deliver my people out of your hand, and they shall be no more in your hand as prey, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Because you have disheartened the righteous falsely, Although I have not grieved him, and you have in, have encouraged the wicked, that he should not turn from his va- evil way to save his life. Therefore, you shall no more see false visions nor practice divination. I will deliver my people out of your hand, and you shall know that I am the Lord. Oh, I love that they keep saying, and you shall not know that I am the Lord. Like, how many times does that go through Ezekiel? And I've noticed a lot as I've been studying the Old Testament that that happens a lot. That you shall know that I am the Lord. Like that is a very repeated line throughout a lot of the Old Testament. Which uh, I was like, ooh, oh, did you just delete every, delete everything?
0: No, I hit the when you hit the top of the iPad, it scrolls to the top of your document. Oh no! So Ezekiel is pretty far down, but there is a uh, table of contents. Oh okay. So I'll be there in a minute. He's got a table <laughs> of contents
1: down to where he's supposed to be.
0: It links me right back. Okay, don't touch the top. All right, don't touch the top. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, and so the first part you kind of have this like build up of oh, you prophets, you you speaking stuff to make yourselves comfortable and like you're building a wall, but man, it's gonna rain down thunder, lightning, and hail, and it's gonna tear it all down. And then your daughter loved that. Yes, um, <laughs> I, I don't know if the microphone picked her up laughing, but um, have you did you ever see the Kevin Costner Robin Hood? Like, from when we were kids?
1: No. And if oh, okay. I did, it was a long time ago. Then I'll paint the scene. Okay. All
0: right? The sheriff of Nottingham basically has Robin Hood's wife, hey, Miriam? hmm Girlfriend? No. Whatever she is. He has yeah. her captive, and he's, like, trying to be all nasty and stuff. And uh, they're trying to get in the, into the door, and they start, like, somehow Robin Hood gets in. They start fighting. And, um, you know, the whole thing's going down or whatever. And, like, the Sheriff of Nottingham has this, like, witch helper. Like, mm-hmm. she's, like, his little divinator. And uh, Robin Hood's, like, sidekick comes in, like, kicks in the door. And, like, throws this giant sword. And it, like, you know, it's, like, end over end. it's like the, And it goes, like, right into the witch. And she, like, flies back, like, three feet into the wall. Okay. Oh, no, I thing. did see that. Okay, yeah. I do remember that. Sorry. Like, right. As I'm reading this, I just imagine, like, Ezekiel standing up, like, you're doing this, you're doing that. And he just, like, turns around, like, chucks this sword and, like, takes okay. out this witch. Like, like, that's, like, exactly, like, where my mind went. I was like, uh, there's a problem in my brain. Mm-hmm. When you, <laughs> so when you you're violent up here. When you
1: originally <laughs> said Robin Hood, I was like, Batman and Robin. And it, it oh, so yeah, then yeah. Robin Hood
0: was, like, oh, okay.
1: And then I <laughs> saw Robin Hood men in tights. And
0: it went through my head, like, this sword, uh-huh. like, impaling this like, scary-looking witch. And, like, she's flying three feet through <laughs> the <like>, air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So this, this is where Ezekiel's going. All right. This, this is where Ezekiel's going. It just seems like it's like, like, the, there's like this build, like, throughout the whole thing. And suddenly it's like, it went from like general, like, you prophets, you, you won't see It's like this big group of people. And it's like, like and you divinators. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it turned around like the, you know, the superhero sees the bad guy, like, yeah. out of the corner of his eye, like, oh, you think you're getting away, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing.
1: I mean, the first one. So those that are pro- so it's the prophets of Israel that are prophesying the first part. Right. And then this we just have a bunch of women, I guess women
0: prophets? Yeah. Are they yeah, women yeah. prophets
1: or just women? No, 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 no.
0: no. They're they're divinate divinators and sorcerers. Okay. All right. Um when uh I mean to some effect the uh, using divination, they're prophesying. So divination is a act of like uh, typically consulting the dead or um, those... If you look at like the Sumerian rituals, it would be <laughs> like the... They wouldn't call them demons, but essentially like those that ruled over the like world of the dead. Right. Um, they're trying to consult them to find out what's going to happen or to find out what they're going to do. In this case, they're actually divinating to the point of where they're using it in pagan sacrificial rituals mm. and potentially using incantations to... Uh, kill people, oh, essentially, wow. is what their goal is. That's why there's all these super harsh words. Uh, 19, you have profaned me uh, among my people for handfuls of barley or for pieces of bread, putting to death souls who should not die and keeping alive souls who should not live by your lying to my people who listen to lies. So the barley and pieces of bread uh, were used way back with the Hittites and the Syrians as divination tools. Um, they would use those to determine uh, if somebody should live or die during uh, occult practices and sacrifices. Okay. So it was like a pretty dire thing. I mean, so if the prophets above are doing the American thing, right. saying, hey, everything's fine. You're in the most secure country in the nation. Everything's going to be okay. These people are basically going and saying the North Korea way. Like, we are going to determine who lives and who dies. We are going to have authority over life and death. And um, we're going to let a piece of grain or a piece of bread decide your fate. Yeah. Oh, wow. So there's a... That's why I said there's a build here. There's a... All right, here goes the whole podcast. Here's a pissed off Ezekiel. Okay. Like, it, it's going from like one level of angry to a deeper level of angry. Mm. Um. My commentary, the expositors Bible commentary series on Ezekiel says the incantations and divinations uh, probably led to actual deaths. They thought they had the ultimate authority over life and death. Hmm. So they actually, by lead to the actual death, they were, you know, they're saying their magic incantations over tea leaves, essentially to say if they're going to sacrifice somebody or not.
1: So, so basically both the male and the female, the male prophets, and the women that are focused on magic and divination, um, really
0: in both of them, they are... One's breaking the commandment, the, the third commandment, taking God's name in vain. But they,
1: they, they seem to have like a superior uh, com, uh, complex, complex yeah. above the other people. Like this, it, it seems like they are confident enough in their divination they're confident enough in what it is that they're prophesying that um, they feel that they have the right to rule over their their Mm -hmm. right to life and death and even the first one I mean I guess they're looking out for their own means being the, the prophets but at the same time I mean there is a what a superiority complex as well I mean if they feel like I mean do they are they purposely going against what they know God is saying is it something they're choosing to do because they genuinely believe and yet
0: i think that they're uh, i don't want to say that i don't i don't want to say they mean well right that makes it sound like oh they're fine they mean well Mm -hmm. um but i think that they believe that they are well maybe even like out of fear they're trying to keep people calm and they're trying to and they're doing it under the guise of you know holy got it um so I think that's what I said. I think they're they're violating the commandment to not take the Lord's name in vain. They're right. they're doing that. They're doing it wrong. Um, they're living in a way, speaking on behalf of a God that is not speaking to them and not telling them to live that way. Got um, <clears throat> this part are the heathens and pagans that are leading the Israelites astray. Mm. And they're using straight up heathen occultist practices to do so. Um I think it's interesting that throughout the majority of the Bible uh, especially when you hit the New Testament there seems to be a harsher judgment on the Christian that knows that they're doing wrong um or when God's people are doing something that they know that is wrong uh and we kind of see that here with like in the prior part there's even though like they'll they're never going to go they're not going to see Israel restored. You know, right. there's, like a, there's definitely a judgment on that. But then when it turns around, it's like, this is almost like ruthless. Mm. Like this is, this is just terminating the bad guy. I mean, when you even get, therefore, this is what, 20? Therefore, thus says the Lord God, behold, I am against your magic hands with which you hunt the souls like birds, and I will tear them from your arms. And I will let the souls whom you hunt go free, the souls like birds. Your veils I will tear off and deliver my people out of your hand, and they shall no more be in your hand as prey, and you shall know that I'm the Lord. I mean, that's some rescue mm. language right there. That's there some, is. I'm going to defeat the bad guys. I'm going to tear you to pieces while I do that, and you're going to wish you never met me.
1: Yep. And you are the bad
0: guys. So, yeah, this is a much more uh, just straightforward, take them out kind of thing. Um, I, do, I do like the... Um, I will let the souls whom you hunt go free, the souls like birds. So like that just sounds like something you'd hear in like some kind of I know. adventure novel mm-hmm. or something or movie. Freedom for <laughs> the Captain bird souls or you know like yeah. I I'm, I'm not a place but yeah. Definitely it, it's it, if you read it stuffed up in a King James and you're thinking like, "Oh, the Bible, I must read it in a very sophisticated manner, you might miss the whole thing that's going on here, because this is like, this is to me, it seems more heated. Mm -hmm. Like this does not seem like a nice little section of scripture. Like this won't be the memory verse of the week for the kids. Your veils will also, or your veils also, I will tear off and deliver my people out of your hands. Like that's Mm -hmm. just not going to make the Sunday school board this week. No, no. And if it does email us and let us know. I keep waiting for,
1: I keep waiting for the uh, rated R sermons. Um, well, our podcast will be getting close <laughs> <laughs> but will they do that in church Sunday morning Ezekiel 16
0: or I don't think I've ever been to a church since it, like preached it through the entire book of Ezekiel no I don't think ever. so either I, I think I would remember the- actually I think I started reading Ezekiel because I was like you know what no Buddy's ever really done this outside of the Valley of Dry Bones because that's cute imagery, skeletons. Well, that's the one that alive. they
1: always write. Tell you they they don't uh, hit the rest of Dry them. Dry
0: Bones live. Uh huh.
1: <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's all I got for thirteen. Um, do you have anything
0: else? Uh, no, I think it's a good. I think it's a great chapter that once again gets a few I just feel like the. Uh, I feel 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 in my heart in my imagination. Uh, <laughs> that a lot of Ezekiel like. It really kind of gets the way, uh, when I'm writing a note, all right, it really kind of gets the way that uh, the Bible should be read. Like, you do get these warnings, but you get this payoff in the end. Mm-hmm. You get this, and, and payoff might sound harsh because these are, you know, kind of rough images that are happening here, but yeah, I think it's, yeah, definitely real, yeah, through and through.
1: I agree, I agree.
0: Alright. So, yeah.
1: Well, and you shall know that I am the Lord is a how chapter learning. thirteen ends, and we will jump into fourteen next week. is um, kind of a short chapter,
0: so maybe we'll throw them together. Uh, I don't know, but
1: fourteen's kind of yeah. You know, I say fourteen's kind of a beast. <laughs> yeah, and verse six or chapter sixteen is
0: definite.
1: Chapter sixteen might not be a one weeker No,
0: that's a. I'm at 53 and I'm still scrolling. Oh, yeah, that might be. Ooh, wow.
1: Yeah, chapter 16 is going to be a long one. Yikes. Potentially.
0: So glad my spring break from school is done. <laughs> I have tons of time to do this. All so, right. Um, all
1: right, with that, um, we will. Well, I guess then, if we already know 16 is going to be a long one, maybe we can put 15 and 16 in there. There, 14. 14 and 15? No, no. 15 and then. Start 16. ti I don't oh, know. We'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll don't out. worry, right, guys. We'll get you. Have a good one. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye.